you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are live here in New York City. It is Tuesday, August 23rd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt. That's Super Bowl champion to my left, Jason McCourty. And just like Tom Brady, who is back, Peter Schrager returns Uh-oh. to us after a Monday off. Yeah, let me um, let me remove the mass Singer yes. hat. And yeah. I'm back. I put it down. Here. Very good. Go. I was taking a little three-day trip. Let's just say there might have been some uh, Debbie Harry song Look on, out. on oh. a soundstage in L.A., but no <laughs> no spoilers yet. Okay. You take off your giant elephant mask with Jenny McCarthy's like, what? what? Peter? Oh my God. Jong. Is that Peter Schrager from yeah. Good Morning Football? I know. It is. It is. Oh, we just ruined talent, it for you all. Now. Sorry. Yeah. Man. That episode will never that. air now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh dang it. It's, it's, very, NBA. Very, it's a good point. Kyle, what do you got for us on the lead block? The Jets won, if you care. But uh, so much to unpack in that one. Obviously, no Zach Wilson. But i got to say, the Falcons' number ones look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's uh, tough to say the Falcons fall short when they put on such a good performance because it's preseason. So, yeah. it's learning about your team. Um, but it's not all bad news in the NFC South. Yesterday, Tom Brady returned to Buccaneers practice for the first time since August 11th. He was excused for, quote, personal reasons. Head coach Todd Bowles shrugged off any notion that Brady's absence was a distraction for the team. As for Brady's former head coach, Bill Belichick, because he can't talk about one without the other, he's been dealing with the distraction um, for pretty much all of training camp. Being asked almost daily, constantly, who's in charge of the offense? Who's calling plays? Who's got the headset on? Where is Mac Jones looking? Well, he was asked again yesterday, and here was his answer. We have jobs to do, and and um, our staff works well together. Again, there are a lot of people that are involved in in uh, all three phases of the game. Uh, ultimately, I'm responsible for all of it. So, if you want to ask who's in charge, then it would be me because that's I have the final say in every area. So that's that's the way it's been, and I don't really see that changing. 
He's asking for us to talk about this. Being Bill Belichick or Tom Brady, it comes with a hefty weight on your shoulders. But of those two guys, who bears more responsibility this season, Belichick or Brady? For me, I'm going with Thomas (laughs) Brady right Mm. now. This offseason has been different. New England, the offseason, coaches come, coaches go. That's what we're kind of used to. When you're winning, there are a lot of coaches taking opportunities, moving up the chain. For Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, this was a an kind of abnormal offseason. It starts out with Tom Brady retiring, Marpet retires, then Brady unretires, then Bruce Arians moves on from head coach to front office, and Todd Bowles becomes a head coach. Then there's reports that Tom Brady was supposed to join the Miami Dolphins. Then there, Tom Brady decides that he's going to have a kind of hiatus for personal reasons. Then there's rumors that Tom Brady was supposed to join the Raiders in 2020. So this has been a different offseason for Tom. Usually we don't really hear from him other than kind of the great tweets that he puts out. He uh, already said that he wasn't doing the Mass Singer and that his Dang. underwear for Brady Brand will be back in store restocking Thank in God. August at some Sweet. point. So he uses all of these things. But this is not what we're used to. We're used to seeing them throwing the ball, working with the receivers, just kind of grinding it out. And this offseason has been different. He did decide to walk away from football at one point and wanted to fulfill whatever family obligations I'm sure he had already kind of made. So for me, the responsibility is more on Brady to see kind of what this season brings. Is the focus still the same? Will he be able to go out there and continue to play at an extremely high level as he has throughout his career. He's 45 now. Things change year to year. So for me, this year, I mean, it's hard to doubt Tom, but mm-hmm. this year, more responsibility mm-hmm. falls on him. Mm-hmm. Belichick's got his own set of uh, responsibilities and problems, sure, but I, I would go with Brady for sure for the same reason. I still don't understand what that retirement was. Yeah. And I still think, okay, so you were going to retire, but it got leaked and the story came out on championship game weekend, and then you. I think wanted to play another year just to do it over, which is a really strange reason. I wonder if he honestly, part of him regrets it. It wasn't just that Arians was not the head coach anymore. I think Brady forced him out the door. It's, a lot of those headlines are a lot more salacious than we thought, up to and including an unexplained uh, trip in the middle of training camp, which, fine, if you got something to take care of, take care of. But like, you don't just point to one of your 50 people on your social media staff and put out some like pithy little tweet about what you're doing. Ha ha ha, so funny with the underwear. What really happened, Tom? We'd love to hear. What really happened with the Raiders? You haven't said squat. What really happened with the Dolphins? You haven't said squat. Uh, and I, I, I honestly, I know we make fun of schedule guy. I'm not going to pull up the schedule. <laughs> at Dallas, at the Saints, where they always get killed, Packers Chiefs. Like, that's the first four weeks. They, this team needs a Brady Put your hands on the season and calm everybody down and come out and say, I'm Brady, they're not. Let's just chill the hell out because Mm -hmm. Tom Brady had some wonky, crazy, dramatic things over the years, which we know. But he hit this nice, smooth period. It was supposed to be, I'm in Tampa now. I'm I'm cool. I'm done with New England. I win a Super Bowl. It has been a messy as hell offseason for personal reasons, professionalist reasons. He needs to come in right now, do the let's go LFG and win an opener because... There's trouble in paradise, it feels like. It just feels messy, and I don't like it. And there's some really good teams out there that are ready to say, I think the Bucks are past their prime, and so is Brady. So you got to come out, man. He needs to calm these guys down. Yeah. Jason, i got to ask you as a former teammate of Brady's, because I watched the media availability yesterday of a lot of these Buccaneers players, and a lot of them were like, well, they had no idea where Brady was either or what he was up to, especially those 11 days. Was Is that crossing the line to go to the GOAT and be like, dude, what the heck? Like, where were you? Can, you can open up to us, like, as a teammate of his, and of course you were a veteran, yeah. do you think some of these Buccaneers guys know what's going on? Or uh, is it? 
I, I don't know. I, I think the thing with Tom that's different than a lot of teammates, for me, I retired this past offseason. I'm considered old in the locker room. We talked about that. Uncle Mac, Pops, mm-hmm. I'm 35. Tom Brady is 45. Mm-hmm. Who's walking up to him and being able to relate to what Tom Brady has gone through to this point? Who has that same type of experience? So I don't think there's anybody to walk up to him and say, hey, man, like, where you been? Like, when we were in New England, Julian Edelman would have been that guy. He yeah. just says whatever he wants. But I don't know if there's a guy in Tampa that can walk up to him and say, hey, Tom, we've been here grinding. Hey, we just we just want to know what's going on. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. See, I find I that frustrating because so. I think, like, the locker room is supposed to be the great equalizer. Like, I feel like there, there's a reason why, like, chemistry and con- connectivity there, there exists. There is no equal for Tom Brady. Mm. Is it incumbent upon him to be like, guys, this one, let you know. I got some things going on. I love you, though. I'm going to be here for you. Like, does he say it? Maybe he I, didn't have things going on, though. Maybe he just straight up was like, I don't want to tell people that I was in Bora yeah, Bora. It may be a generic response. I, I don't think he's going to get into details about what was going on. Because mm. yeah. He says it is leaked. I would think That's the, just I think the owners go. know, and you know his guy Guerrero probably yep. knows, yep. and a few other people in that building. But I, I don't know if we'll ever know exactly what was going on. Nor do I know if if it is personal. If we need to know, it's mm-hmm. just the fact that he was gone for eleven days. Um, I think if the Bucks go nine and eight and miss the playoffs, like no one's going to be like Brady. Brady's at fault. Look at that offseason. I think they'll mm-hmm. be like Bulls couldn't coach or <laughs> Leftwich couldn't call the plays. Like this guy got injured. Their offensive line stunk. I look at Belichick. It's like if they go nine and eight, miss the playoffs, and Mac Jones takes a step back, it's on Belichick because he's saying, "Put it on me. Mm-hmm. Put it on me." And I look at these coaches that left. You mentioned it, Jason, that coaches come and coaches go. I don't know if we've ever seen an exodus like this, though. Mm-hmm. All on the offensive side of the ball, and maybe this was an opportunity for the Patriots to say, okay, well, let's find some of these college whiz kids that are coming up in the ranks. Let's go and find it. Instead, it was like, let's go back to the well and give Matt Patricia, who's historically been a defensive coach, an opportunity. Let's give Joe Judge, historically a wide receivers and special teams coach, an opportunity. I, if, if Mac Jones takes a massive step back, Belichick just said it right there, put it on me. I'm the one who didn't, who didn't go for it. I, I'm the ultimate one to make the decision. And if it does work out, we'll laugh and we'll say, oh, well, Belichick knew all along. But um, that was a big exodus for a young quarterback. And as we know, the second year is maybe the most important year in mm-hmm. an NFL quarterback's career. And Mac was really good his first year. This was, to me, like hearing that on the radio yesterday, this was such a power move by Belichick. Like He just is like, stop asking. It doesn't matter who's calling plays. It's not your business, even though everybody feels like it is their yeah. business. But So for me, the responsibility this season does fully lie on Bill Belichick. It is greater than a Tom Brady. What I'm more curious about is how far back does this power move go for the hoodie? Belichick had just said, put it on me this season. Does this go back to Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cordell? Like, how long has he been saying everything has to run through me? And is he putting that outward? Mm-hmm. Or is he saying, is that internal as well? Like, and how far does it everything have to run through? Like, the meal plans, the dietitians, the when you can, everything, everything goes through him. When everything falls on you, it mm-hmm. goes through you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you have to say yes to what the meal is that day. <laughs> but for as long as I was in that building, Bill is the guy. And I think that's why they're always on the same page. When you have some facilities, some franchises where who's in charge? Is it the GM? Is it the head coach? Is it the team president? There's so many different egos in the building. And that's like that for everybody. But in that building, what Bill Belichick says goes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a guy practicing, whatever the case may be, I can say, hey, Peter, we have a plan for you. I'm giving you Monday off. If Bill comes in and says, nah, Peter, we need you today, mm-hmm. you're not going anywhere. You're playing. Mm-hmm. You're playing. Yeah. Just oh, man. It I mean, but it's just it's crazy. Did it build? There's so many fascinations mm-hmm. that I think we're 
going to find out about Belichick after when he is done coaching, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Did this did this come from day one? Who did he learn this from? It's just like I find his whole dynamic and how he has it set is. up the organization is fascinating. Yeah. And obviously it has worked. And in Carolina, something that's been expected for a while now is made official for all of us. Baker Mayfield named the starting quarterback for the Panthers over Sam Darnold. Baker spoke about trying to turn around a team that's missed the playoffs the last four seasons. You know, we're not going to put any expectations or or, uh, things like that looking in the future. We're going to try and handle it one week at a time. Speaking from my own experience, I've stepped into situations where they've won one game in two seasons prior to that. So I'm not really worried about what's happened previously. Um, I always you know, try and focus in the moment and try and get the best out of the guys around me and try and push people to be their best because it's never about the last play. The most important one's always the next one. That, that goes for the same way you think about records in years prior. Between Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, one game from P.J. Walker at quarterback, not much went right for the Carolina's offense last season. If you take a look at these numbers, I mean, that's that's pretty brutal. So it feels like there's only one way for this team to go, and that's up, regardless of who the quarterback was. Baker Mayfield is officially the option that they will go with. So will Baker Mayfield revitalize this pan- the Panthers this year? Yes. Yes. I like mm. Baker. I like Baker. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. A lot of people don't. I think Baker's really good. I really do. Um, no one wants to hear that he was hurt last year. It's an annoying piece of television. It's boring. It's a cop-out. I think he was severely hurt and in pain for most of the season. I think he had major chemistry issues with Odell that uh, spiraled down into Odell's father and just terrible stuff. And I think he had a falling out with his head coach. 2020, Baker Mayfield's healthy. QBR, the stat that sums up everything. He was 10th in the league. He was one spot behind Tom Brady. He was ahead of Derek Carr. He played really well. Uh, I think there's a reason that they're calling this thing so quickly. I don't think there was ever a competition between Baker and Sam Darnold. I think Baker is much better than Sam Darnold. I like this team. I really do. And I like Baker. And I like that people don't like him. And he likes that people don't like him. We can talk all about, oh, he's got the chip on his shoulder. And that's great. I also think he's a really good player. And I know that is, a, that is not a popular opinion. And people love to turn on him because he's a lightning rod. I think they're going to surprise people. I do. I think they're going to have a winning season. And I think it's going to be a lot because of Baker Mayfield. I like this team. The formula they have with Carolina. Think, just think about it. It's a lot like with the Browns. You got an electric, talented running back. You have a young defense. You got a really good receiver in DJ Moore, and you got a coach who wants to use his imagination. It might be a little desperate. I like him. I do. I like Baker too. Uh, do you? Yeah, I, I like his charisma, everything he brings. Revitalize the Panthers. Let's, like, let's define that. Mm-hmm. Are we saying revitalize? Like, all right, this team is going back to the Super Bowl. They're going to be this year's Bengals. Back to when Cam Newton was leading the charge and MVP race mm-hmm. and all that. Are we saying revitalize? Like, hey, they're just going to make the playoffs. Are we saying revitalize? Like, hey, they won't be last in the NFC South. I think we're talking about them in December down yeah. the stretch. I think they're in the playoffs. Is, is a revitalization. I really right? do. They've been yeah. in the playoffs since Ron Rivera was there. Yeah. For sure, and I don't know that they're going to be that good. Like okay. Jamie just said, those stats, when we look at the offensive side of the ball, yes, Baker's going to change that. He's going to come in. This guy fires people up around him. Like, you saw that in Cleveland, the way he talks, the way he plays, the attitude in which he does it at. But I don't think this team is going to be that much improved that we're going to be talking about them late in the season about making a playoff push. I think they're competing. I mean, it's the Buccaneers in that division, and they're competing with Atlanta and, and the Saints to see kind of where everybody else just falls. I think, like I said, Baker makes an impact, but I don't I don't see them. I, maybe don't, they don't finish last in the NFC South this okay. year, which is a huge improvement. They have a young defense, but that Cleveland Browns defense has Miles Garrett on it. That's a whole nother level. This guy changes the entire game 
from an offensive standpoint. They have to game plan mm-hmm. around him. And Jadavion Clowney's on the other side as well. So I don't, I'm not giving this Carolina defense that same label that Cleveland has. Mm-hmm. I, I would say Baker's important and is priority one for them to do that. But, like, Christian McCaffrey has to play. Yes. Christian McCaffrey might be one of the best players in football. We haven't had him in two years. <laughs> We're going to do this top 100. I don't even see one person be like, where's McCaffrey on this list? Like, he's been invisible. He's been a ghost. And I, it's not because he's soft. It's because of real injuries. And it's it's not like he's injury prone. These are massive injuries that he's been dealing with. And he's healthy right now. And everything out of Carolina is that he looks like the Christian McCaffrey of old. If you put this guy who had 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving in one season and might be the best receiving running back in the entire league and was a former top 10 pick back on the field, you're in a totally different offense. And... You know, Matt Rule's been there now. This is his third year. He hasn't had McCaffrey on his team. No. I think McCaffrey's awesome, and I think he is going to be the reason if they do anything this year. Baker's going to be obviously important, and the quarterback, you know, is the top dog. But if you don't have McCaffrey, it's not happening. Like, McCaffrey is that good, and he is the engine for this offense. So, uh, you're talking comeback player of the year stuff. You're talking if – if this Panthers team is what you're saying, maybe like – McCaffrey could be in the MVP conversation. Mm, It's like the Titans without Henry. It really is. It's a different team. And, like, they built it all around him. So uh, I'm a huge McCaffrey fan. You guys are new to the show. Like, I was doing flips for McCaffrey in the pre-draft process. Mm -hmm. Everyone says he's going to go in the 20s, goes in the top 10. Then he develops and delivers in those first two years. I have missed Christian McCaffrey so much talking about him on this show. I think if he's back, the Panthers could very easily be back. And Baker, of course, will be as much of a role as as McCaffrey. I mean, honestly, the question really could be, can Christian McCaffrey revitalize the Panthers Mm. in terms of who is this going Mm -hmm. to fall on? Because I agree with you. Can he revitalize the offense, Baker Mayfield being he? Yeah, the numbers imply that a competent quarterback can come in, especially the way he plays and his style and his connection with Matt Rule. Like, the two of them could create something special on the offensive side of the ball. Baker Mayfield, he's a, on the younger side of being a quarterback. He has yet to show us that he is a quarterback that will literally galvanize an entire team put them on their shoulders, and go in the right direction. And by the entire team, I mean, does the defense look at his body language for when they need help? And this is a really young defense. You have a Derek Brown, Brian Burns, J.C. Horn is coming back from injury. But there are certain teams, certain quarterbacks, where the whole team really does look to that guy as their touchstone emotionally, physically throughout a game. And can Baker Mayfield be that guy for the Panthers? He could. He hasn't shown us that yet. So is the whole team going to be revitalized off of his play? Mm -hmm. There's potential there, but it's just I'm not convinced that he is that guy in sure. Carolina. I think the people need the Panthers need to convince a lot of people. Can, can I just say quickly, like week one, oh my god. Yeah. Right? Panthers, yeah. Browns. No. That that oh. is the best game of the week. That is one of the biggest games of Baker's life. It's also like Cleveland, you cannot let Baker throw four touchdowns and beat you that day because you got rid of oh. him to get that guy and pay that price and we just beat us. Like huge stakes and drama in that game. I like it mm-hmm. better than Russ versus Seattle. Like I'm all in for week one Panthers Browns. Who knew? Yeah. Without Great. a doubt. Without a doubt. Like oh you just God. said, the people upstairs, ownership. Oh, oh my God. They're we need to beat this downstairs guy. and they're in a defensive meeting room like Fellas. Yeah, they're going fellas. to the Javion and Miles. Get, yeah. Yes. yes. Get after him. You have one have job to. this week, and it is to not make have us look to. like oh fools. Oh, my gosh. We need that game now. Right. <laughs> right. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Give us to Lamar Jackson. He'll keep it on the read option and he flips in for the go ahead touchdown. Jackson's got the snap. Here comes pressure. And it's caught in the end zone. Unbelievable. Jackson to throw on third down. Pocket collapse. He backpedals. Pumps once. Sides to tackle. Runs to the right. 15. Pumps. Fires. End zone. Touchdown. Nobody more fun to watch than Lamar Jackson. Sure is fun to watch. We're doing a round of We In or We Out. It's Tuesday and Lamar Jackson looked great on the sidelines on Sunday night. He has the look down, but he was obviously not on the field. Um, Reports during the pregame that he wants certain things as far as guaranteed contracts, where the Ravens are with them. The bottom line is this. Lamar has not taken a snap. He is a former league MVP, and he definitely has a contract situation in the ether. So my statement is this. The longer the Lamar Jackson contract situation lingers, the less likely a new deal seems this summer, are we in or we out, Jason McCoy? I am out on mm. this. I believe now the more that we're getting about it, right, Lamar wants the contract fully guaranteed, similar to what we saw with Cleveland gave to Deshaun Watson. I feel like these things don't get done until it's up until that last moment. Whenever there's a deadline, I feel like teams don't start to cave. To, they're they're going to wait it out. They're going to see who's going to fold first. And I feel like the closer we get, the more likely we are that. The Ravens may cave in and go ahead and give that fully guaranteed contract. Because from Lamar Jackson's standpoint, Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed contract from Cleveland after not playing football for, what is it, over a year. 
Lamar Jackson, like you said, is a former league MVP. If this guy's getting a fully guaranteed contract, how are we even questioning whether I deserve one? So I think the closer we get, the more likely the Ravens are to cave and give the man his money. I hear you. I hear you on the guaranteed money, and it feels like that is the sticking point for both parties. So with that being said... I am way in on this, and it's like such an in sad face because I want this to get done for Lamar Jackson. But like, what is happening in those meeting rooms right now? Like, Lamar finishes practice, he goes and showers, he gets dressed, puts a suit on perhaps because he is his own representation. No, no suit. He walks into the shades room and, and that and chain, chain. Yep. and that chain. Maybe not the chain because he's trying right. to get paid guaranteed money. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, you walk into that room and you say. I need guaranteed money. Ravens say, no. And then he just leaves? Like, is that just the stop on the conversation right now? And I don't see that changing. And I do teams cave? I mean. I've, I've, I've played with a guy. We got to game week. And it was maybe a Wednesday where practices really start. He was like, I'm only doing individual. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not practicing. Individual, I want to stay safe until we get this deal done. By Friday, he had a deal. Mm. All right, I, whoever I, that guy is. I would just up. say, like, also, and you, Tyler Huntley, look good, looked fantastic on Sunday, and yeah. does that every time he goes in. So there is that carrot of like, mm. if this drags on. You really want to hold out? Like, we do have a guy. Yeah, yeah. He's not Lamar. Like, I was about to say, if I'm Lamar, go ahead and go. Let's, let's <laughs> look, go. guys, you want to roll with him? Go ahead. You want to go with Snoop Huntley? All right, that's fine. He does look good, though. Does. He uh, does. Bears didn't cave on Roquan. They said right. so we can do this all day. And Roquan's fine. Like, I tap. Uncle, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I guess totally. I'll just play. You won. Uh, I'm out on this. Mostly I'm out because I, I don't believe Lamar's self-imposed deadline. I respect mm. it. I do. Like, it's all ball once the season starts. Come on. You tell me you start out 2-0 and oh, and they say, you know what, Lamar, 300 million. Here it is. <laughs> nope. We'll talk in the offseason. I have imposed a deadline, my friends. No, because I think it, I don't think the deadline is a really a thing. So I think we have plenty of time. I think we have weeks and weeks, and maybe it'll happen in the middle of the season. I'm not that worried. You think he plays week one without a new contract? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, he's a different guy, a different drummer. And I think that unless – I mean, I think he will, unless the Ravens come and give him one. But I think if he'll come to it, yeah, I'm up. I always look back to your point about the guaranteed money to Steve Bishotti, the owner, who doesn't do a lot of media, but at the owners' meetings in March just being so vocal and being quite transparent, saying that the Cleveland deal really did. Is that the worst thing ever? And it's we go back in time and I also think it set the entire league ajar. It's terrible. You know the -the off-the-field stuff with Watson, which you didn't mention, but that was a major thing hanging around at that time and still is relevant. But the guaranteed money is unprecedented for a guy who has not done it on the field and has the off-field stuff. So how do you tell Lamar, you're not worthy of that? But I know. Like Josh Allen got his deal before the Deshaun one. I wonder if it had come after if he would have had a deal. Mahomes, people are people roll their eyes at Mahomes' deal. Like that the Chiefs got a bargain now. I know, and Mahomes is way better than Watson. You know, like it's man, wow, it's crazy. (laughs) I feel like too. Again, like to go not to harp on him for having no representation because like that's like more power to you. You get to keep more money. It's great, but. Like the, the the egos in the room. It's essentially like at this point, it feels like the team and the owner and the Ravens are just like locking elbows, and they're like, "No, this is this is mm. where we are standing strong." And I just, I really, in terms of where we're at in August, late August, they would look less foolish, perhaps. And this is what they're thinking for not giving him anything now, but having to franchise tag him after a great season in January. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just. I'm just trying to like think about the amount of ego here versus here, and he's just one guy, and he's going into yeah. these rooms. Jason, yeah. I loved what you said. Just uh, you said, all right, you want Snoop Huntley? Go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. MVP. And we never get that player perspective here. We're like, well, if you do, but like, because for sure, like you just said, when you're representing yourself, whether I have an agent walking in that room or I have myself walking in that room, if the sticking point is a guaranteed contract, 
there's nothing that's going to change. And if you are Lamar Jackson at this point, how do you sign a deal without it being fully guaranteed? Mm -hmm. The market has been set. A player I'm better than. Not only we see it, but I'm, my accolades are far better than his. Uh-huh. He's had off-the-field issues. He hasn't played on the field in over a year. How do I take less? Like That's hard to... So then how can the team sit there and be justified in not giving it to him? I don't... If that... And I love that argument, and I, I buy into it fully. They but don't how- have to. We don't have to pay him. Mm. He'll have to play. We can franchise him twice, mm-hmm. and we don't have to give him 200 guarantees. Bashadi isn't Haslam. Haslam isn't Bashadi, and it's mm-hmm. there you go. Fight for who you, who Tell you a billionaire it. what to do. Yeah. Give up. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> you send me anything you want in your life, however weird it may be, and I will put it into the generator right here in my gray matter, and I will kick out the perfect fantasy team name for you. 90s rock. Really grunk. And all the same dumb sitcoms that Peace Rags likes. Come on, baby, kick out a beauty. Give me a jam. Shrags against the machine. <laughs> I like whiskey, spicy food, cheesy rom-coms, and all things New York Jets. How to booze a tie in 10 days. <laughs> Give me Eagles, but it has to be old school. Give me sci-fi and, oh, I don't know, camping. Go. Let's do it. Tron Jasmorski. I love the Vikings. I love reality TV. And I love pumpkin everything. Here we go. Generate the American title. Bye-bye. I'm a fan of HBO shows, Marshawn Lynch, and the circus. Marrow Beast Clown. <laughs> it's over. It's done. Take it away. Give me a yingling and a Wawa sandwich. Oh, what fun. It's back. The fantasy name generator. We only do it a couple times a year in August. We asked you yesterday, give us anything you like. Anything in your world. Could be football, could be food, could be relationships, TV, anything. Just send it to us. We'll generate you a fantasy team name. We got thousands and thousands of responses, crazy ones. So the way it works, you just toss me a couple things, and I'll toss you a name back. Like somebody said, I like the Bears and Marvel. That's easy. It's the Winter Soldier Field. Done. Good. Somebody said, I like uh, Nate Burleson and Game of Thrones. That's Toad Dragon Swag. That's how we do it. It's simple. You show up to your draft with a catchy name. So, guys, uh, thousands of responses. Yes. Who gets picked? I what do we got? Give me I something so we can generate. Toss me, okay. uh, warm me up like with a, a shrimp at Benihana. Come on, oh, just toss yeah. me something. Okay, okay, Let's okay. go. All right, here's your first challenge. From yeah. Lima, per- Peru, Rodrigo Delgado says, I am a diehard 49ers fan and I like to eat sushi. Mm-hmm. Good luck with regard. Wow. All right, so checking in for outside of North America here. So, Niners and sushi. Mm-hmm. Niners and sushi. All right, the, I think the Niners, the head coach, comes to mind. Sushi is my favorite food. I like to, you know, kind of pick it up and get after it. So uh, let's see. What's the matter, Peter? Are you already having a problem? <laughs> pick it up oh, and no. get after it. Sushi. Yeah, I, I get in there, buddy. It's crazy. <laughs> don't, don't mess with the generator, Peter. Uh, I've seen you eat, by the way. You get in there, too. Uh, all right, so the 49ers and sushi. Let's just generate. Let's, let's, let's get on base and start the rally. What do we give this guy? Shanahan roll. That's it. Shanahan roll. A little spicy tune. A little kado. And you're off and running. Uh, Let's go. I like to catch a rhythm in this. I'm in the corner. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? got? Give us the next tweet here. Here we go. I've got a little one. That might be a little harder. At MVD23 says, 
Eagles and 90s hip hop. Have oh. at it, Kyle. Great categories. So Great yeah. categories. All right, so um, I'm thinking of the Eagles this year. They're trying to take that NFC East away from that team that they're rivals with down in Texas. 90s mm-hmm. hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's a lot that I like. I like some of the groups, especially I was big. Uh, Public enemy guy back when I was like in junior high. So let's get after this. We're talking Eagles and 90s hip hop. I, I think I'm catching catching a rhythm here. What can we generate for this gentleman who spent his time sending us a tweet? We got fear of a Dak planet. That's what you want, okay? You don't want Dak taking over the Dak taking over the NFC East. Public enemy, yeah, boy. That's it. Ooh. Off and running. Fear of a Dak planet. That is your team, man. Give me one now. Let's go. Let's go. Solid start. Let's get let's get to the next one. Some of these people like to throw me three ingredients. Let's get let's get three things going. The The guy on the train. He's all about three things. Just three things. Top golf, hunting, and Mark. The guy on the train. Don't disappoint me. You got to throw Mark Cuban in there. I love it. Don't. That person has Mark Cuban as their Twitter avatar. Like (laughs) guy on the train. Love Mark Cuban. His name is Hooked on a Philly. (laughs) Okay. Great Twitter handle. Top golf. Yes. Hunting Mm -hmm. and Mark Cuban. High standards here. Tie them all together. All right, I got this. Sometimes if I do it, it's always too hard. I get kind of a nosebleed, like I'm 11. But I got this. Sorry. Top, what, top golf, top golf hunting, hunting, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. This is incredible. Yes. I don't know. The, the synapses are firing, and I might land this really clean. Mm-mm. All right? Go ahead. Top golf, hunting, and Mark Cuban. This is an immaculate name Top Gun Maverick it works Top Gun Maverick Top Golf Hunting and Mark Cuban it came out perfectly Top Gun Maverick that's one of the most beautiful ones we have ever done I'm going to test that I'm supposed to walk off there I'm supposed to walk off that's like yeah. Brady making the comeback against the Rams who should retire I'm coming back. back I'm going to push my luck Got one got? more, and I yes. think this one actually is going to stump the okay. generator. It's never been stumped. I think this one might be it. Good luck with this one. I'm a U.S. history teacher who loves Nick Cage movies and the Cardinals. Yes. Good luck with that one, Kyle. You ain't doing nothing with the generator here. U.S. His- I love that this one of our educators is tweeting us for a family yes. team name. All right. He loves Nick Cage. Who doesn't? And loves. That. we're just going to assume it's the Arizona Cardinals. It could be St. And he's Lewis. a high school teacher. A U.S. history teacher? Yeah. Yes. All right. What do you think about this one? Sometimes I get a little rattled. Got, you know, like in the home run derby, they got to step out of the box yep, a little yep. bit. And they come over a little sip and they towel them down. All right. U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage. Movies. And the Cardinals. Yes. yes. Let's go. Let's ride. Let's generate. Let's ride. And generate. Give me that U.S. history. Give me that Nick Cage. Give me the Cardinals. The Declaration of Independence Study. <laughs> Boom! Ha! We did it! We got Nick Cage trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. You got the U.S. history teacher oh. teaching it. And you got Kyler sitting down for a mandated two hours and studying it. And that is how we generate, a folks. National treasure <sighs> reference. Deep cut. Yep. Deep cut. Into the independent study club. <sighs> Current events. I yeah, that. I mean, that, 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 that worked out solid. really well. I was a little nervous about that Generator one. Generator is sizzling yeah. right Sometimes now. you get the two ingredients to fit just perfectly. People push it with three. Yeah. You got to find a place for that third one. I'm s- I'm pleased. And thank I, I you. I tweeted him. My, my tweet didn't get picked. No. Did it not get picked? Not, not, not everybody gets picked. It's a random lottery. It you is. never know what's going to come up. I what did you submit, Jamie, that you're um, interested in? I think I did say sushi, mm-hmm. sour sushi. candy, and champagne. Hey, now. That sounds yeah. like a party. Right? That should have <laughs> like been picked. All right. You know what? Coming up <laughs> on the next episode of The Generator, that. Yes. Awesome. During the next commercial break. That's it.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. NFL Plus, the NFL's exclusive streaming service, has officially launched. Plus? We call it the Plus over here. Niffle Plus. It offers access to live out-of-market preseason games. You want to watch any game from your phone, you can. Live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games. Also, NFL Network shows like ours can be found on demand and so much more. NFL Plus, the Poose, is available in the NFL app on all platforms. Download it today, especially for your preseason action. And that's a great segue for preseason time. It is a time of year where lesser-known players and rookies can make a name for themselves, can fight for their roster spot, and can also put on a show on the national stage. So I decided let's highlight one position group and five players who have been turning heads in training camp and preseason in a segment we're calling Rookie Risers. We're starting with wide receivers today. We're going to go through five different players who have taken the top off during the preseason. Number five, we're going to Indianapolis for second-round pick Alec Pierce. Mm-hmm. You guys been following Alec Pierce this summer? Alec Pierce has been one of these guys that has been like an Instagram sensation for all the routes that he has been putting on veteran corners and safeties in Colts camp. He was a second-round pick out of Cincinnati, 53rd pick overall. And he's not just a savvy route runner. He's also an angry route runner, a guy who can lower his shoulder and put a pit on somebody. All right, well, how's he been in game action? How's he been in game action? It's been awesome in game action. Alec Pierce has been a sensation. And if you don't want to hear it from me, um, how about a 38-year-old guy who's been an MVP in this league who could not speak highly enough about his rookie wide receiver? Matt Ryan, take it away. He's a really hard worker. And, you know, when you combine that with talent, you know, that's – the, the good players I've been around, they've all been that way. Uh, and, and that's, you know, more so than anything he does on the field, it's the combination of, of the work ethic, the competitiveness, you know, all of the intangible stuff combined with the talent. And uh, if you're going to be, you know, a, a great player in this league, you know, which I think he can be, you've got to have it all. The combination of those things is what fires me up about him. Ryan. Wow. Matt Ryan, not always a man of many words. 
had it for Alec Pierce. Mm. Pittman's your one. Is Alec Pierce your two? Wow. Keep an eye on him. Alec Pierce, remember that name when the season starts. All right, number four. We talked about Traylon Burks. How's he going to fill in for A.J. Brown? And then Jason McCourty mentioned someone earlier in the show that I'm going to give some love to as my fourth player on this list. Kyle Phillips, the fifth-round pick out of UCLA. Kyle Phillips has been a sensation for the Titans. Kyle Phillips not only does punt returns, he also can make some moves. It's not just us talking about Kyle Phillips. Mike Vrabel, what do you got? Well, I mean, he's quick, man. He goes rabbit hunt with a hammer. He uh, certainly just is able to get in and out of cuts, man coverage. Ryan trusts him. You know, he's able to, to, to change speeds and, and put his foot in the ground and redirect. Fifth round pick, UCLA is going to be returning kicks, but he might be that slot guy. Or even the number two for the Titans, Kyle Phillips. To say it again, he goes rabbit hunting with a hammer. <laughs> Rolls right off the top. <laughs> number three, it's a guy we've talked about on this show. Trey Lance has been throwing these deep passes. Who have they been going to? How about Mr. Danny Gray? Danny Gray gets loose and then just separates. That is what Danny Gray did at SMU. That is what he's doing for 49ers at their camp right now. We know that Jimmy was the most efficient underneath, and Jimmy could do the thing where it's, hey, 10 yard up. Trey Lance is a cannon. Like, Trey Lance could just let it rip. And not only is Debo Samuel fast, not only is Brandon Ayuk fast, they now have this guy, Danny Gray, number 86. <laughs> Danny Gray is here to stay. This is a third round pick. I believe he will make the Niners team and will have several highlights to go with it. Number two has been one of our show's preseason favorite players. And he's a second-round pick. You know, if you notice, none of these players so far have been first-round guys. They're all ones that have jumped up and leaped out of the building based on where their draft was. And number two, I'm going with George Pickens. Do it. Was the 52nd overall pick in this draft. And Pickens also off the line of scrimmage has been just swatting guys at practice. You've seen all this stuff online. Again, I think we got Deontay Johnson. We've got Claypool. I, Pickens, your three? Yeah, Lawrence. Yeah. Or is Pickens your... Two or by the end of the season is Pickens your one. He has all the athletic ability in the world and he might be in the right place to really harness all that. But the number one guy on this list of the mm. rookie risers is a guy who probably wasn't expected to make the roster when the start of training camp began. And now I think he's got a legitimate shot. It is Rams wide receiver Lance McCutcheon. All right. Mm. Mm. Let's get a resume for Lance McCutcheon. Not Andrew McCutcheon, not anyone else. Lance McCutcheon. Who do we got and where did he come from? Undrafted. 28 different receivers taken before him. Came out of Montana State where he had 1,219 receiving yards. He caught passes from seven different oh. college quarterbacks <laughs> at Montana State. And his Shows season up. must have been canceled in 20. Was that – he didn't have any stats in 2020. Yeah, right? so it's 2021 is what they were wow. basing it off. Came out of it, and now he's 2022, ready to go. Montana State, so far this season, who has the most receiving yards in all of football? <laughs> Undrafted dude. Mm. 28 guys taken before him. And uh, pretty special time, but – you want to talk about a cool moment? Take a look at Sean McVay and what he did with our guy, Lance McCutcheon, after the game.
I mean, life comes at you fast, but think about that. This goes from being an undrafted guy at Montana State to the Super Bowl winning coach, opening up the locker room and giving you the game ball. Lance McCutcheon, there's no guarantee he's going to make the squad. They've got inter-squad practice right now with the Bengals. Let's see if he shows up and shows out. Here are five names. Look, we know the first round, guys. But if you're drafting fantasy football, if you're looking for that guy to say, hey, I knew it when, Alec Pierce had an awesome camp, Kyle Phillips, Danny Gray, George Pickens, and my sentimental favorite, the undrafted fella, Lance Mm -hmm. McCutcheon. Guys, there you have it. What do you got? For me, I mean, Kyle Phillips and Lance McCutcheon. Those other guys, high draft picks. Second round, third round. When you get drafted that high, you're on the team. Where you slot, your play will dictate that. But for Kyle Phillips and McCutcheon, like those guys have to go out there and earn a spot, not just making a play in the game, but also showing up every single day in practice. Like Kyle Phillips, if you're getting reps with Tannehill, you're going with the ones. But that doesn't mean you're probably not going with the threes as well. Those guys have been working their butt off. You've seen it show up in the games for them. So I'm excited for those two guys. I give us a, a bit of a pass if, let's say, you didn't know a Danny Gray or George Pickens. Like, there was other stuff we were talking about in terms of those teams yeah. and those camps. But, like, the Rams, like, there is no excuse for us not to know who Lance McCutcheon was. Like, that's <laughs> unbelievable. I love his story. His play is off the charts. He's tall. He's long. Right. Looks like an excellent wide receiver. How could he not make the team? It's time, right? It's time. Peter, let me get this straight. Kyle Phillips needs to get some dinner. He needs to provide for his family. He's going to go out hunting a rabbit. Hunting rabbit. He doesn't take the rifle. He takes a hammer, and he goes out there. That that guy's name should just be the rabbit hunter. And when he scores, he should do a, hunt, a hammer celebration. I love that. And, like, Vrabel said it with, like, that, that twang. Like, he goes rabbit hunting with a hammer. hammer. <laughs> probably very difficult. A quick note on Phillips, too. Remember, we no longer have... A.J. Brown there. Right. Mm-hmm. Robert Woods came. But, like, there is an opening in that room yes. for someone to step up. Kyle Phillips, UCLA, fifth round pick. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.